Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. So, Podcast Nation. <laughs> yes. The Never TMIers. Hello. And if you're here for the first oh, time, I'm so happy and so cool. excited. That would be a cool t-shirt. Never TMIers. Never TMIers. That would be... TMIers. Like, is team. that a word? No, but it's like oh, TMI. Okay, teamers, but still, does that make sense? I don't no, know. it's just like the never TMIers. You know, like okay, yeah, that sounds a little cultish, but cute. <laughs> I like it. Um, but hello, today I'm so excited just because I feel like over the last several months, our parent, like our discipline style, has changed. So today we're kind of talking about discipline. Parenting, but mostly discipline. I feel like it, it goes into the parenting category, obviously. But um, we, yeah, probably the last six months to a year, one of like the biggest conflicts in our marriage has been discipline. It's been yeah. very difficult. And we've talked to, we have marriage counselors that we meet with, what, every couple months, every month and a half or so. And that has been like a big topic for us just because we're, I mean, which I'm not surprised. Like we are very different. We were raised very different. We have different approaches, different opinions. We're emotionally different. Like there's so many, like between you and I, we're, we could not be more opposite. So I'm not surprised that it's been like a touch point in our marriage, but um, I feel like I would say it's gotten a lot better. Would you? I definitely agree and i think we'll, we'll get into why why yeah but like our system and all that i think the and just to share like a little bit of our struggle with the, like why it was so difficult and why it was a touch point mm. i think we just kind of had different it, it's like we didn't establish any ground mm-hmm. like framework for discipline and it was it, there wasn't like clear roles and responsibilities Yep. And I felt like there was a lot of overstepping or it's not even overstepping because there wasn't a boundary set, but there's, there was just like a lot of gray This feeling of like, I'm handling we were, this. We yeah. were both kind of like in the middle trying to figure out who's responsible. Who, mm-hmm. And so, and I think, you know, it kind of came down to like a lack of respect mm-hmm. on my end. And mm-hmm. I'm sure for, for Jackie as well, but it's like, you know, if I'm trying to discipline it, one of the kids and Jackie comes in over the top and like takes over or vice versa, Jackie's doing something. I hear it. I come into the room I, and it's yeah. just like, I feel like I should do something about this. And it's all with like a, a heart of I'm trying to help you. And, mm-hmm. and and even like my heart in coming in sometimes was not always for Seth. It was for one of the girls or something it was like oh no like i need to know what happened and control literally like i feel like it came down to control sometimes it's like what happened let me control the situation you don't have this under control or i don't trust you to have this under control um or maybe i don't want you to like discipline her in a way it, it i mean i think that is like i i don't consider myself a controlling person but in certain areas in that area i feel like i can be just because i'm such a sensitive person mm-hmm. and, which can really mess with me parenting wise because i have to literally remind myself like if there's a day that she's not like 
and I, I've talked to Seth about this, but it's like, if there's a day that she's not like, mommy, I love you. Cause she does it every single day, like multiple times a day. So if there's a day that she doesn't do that, I'm like, which is inevitable. Like it, she's growing up. That's, you know, she's not gonna be 16. Like, mommy, I love you so much. You know, like that's probably not going to happen. What a dream if it did, <laughs> but I highly doubt that. So like for me to rely on that is a problem, but that is how I am. So if there's a day that she doesn't do that, I'm like, Oh no, like whatever. Like so it can be like, friend. yeah, it's like, I want to be friends with her. I, I can kind of people please, but it absolutely, I have to give Seth the room to be the leader of this household. I can't want him to be the leader of a household and like come in like yelling, like raising my voice, just like overtaking and then taking my kid's side or something like that. Like I can't do that. That doesn't work. Um, and that is absolutely something that I have done and something that I know is like something I really need to work on and have been working on. I think that's where it comes from. It's like a lack of control and also trust and just fear of like, I don't want to mess them up. I don't want like girls are so tender and so sensitive. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, she's so young, but like kids are also highly manipulative very smart so it's like i can't always just bend to like she didn't mean to or like it's not that big of a deal because it's like no sometimes it is so there's a lot that goes into it but i feel like for me that like the root wasn't always like oh, i'm looking out for seth it was a lot of other things too but that, i know it was very disrespectful is that a real fear for you like what? that you were, are gonna mess up our kids i mean i think I think there's just a difference between where I was a daughter to a very aggressive father um, who also learned a lot and read a lot and tried really hard to learn how to raise five girls and two boys. Like I am, and just mixed in with my personality. Like, yeah, there, that's a huge thing of like, and it's not necessarily healthy because I don't think the the opinion of our kids one day we can we can give our 100% best and I feel like one day regardless each kid is going to have something that's like oh that was my favorite or I didn't you know I didn't feel like they really listened to me or I felt like unseen or I felt like they were hovering me it's like I feel like it's a lose-lose kind of a little bit lord willing they'll just have the the grace for us that like we're able to have with our parents you know like oh they tried their best and that's okay but I do feel like there's an underlying, like, I want them to know how much we love them. I want them to, like, it's like the fear of the unknown of what are they looking, what are they going to look back and see? And what's their opinion going to be? Is it that I wasn't paying attention to them? Is it that, you know, dad didn't listen to me. He was too harsh or he just wasn't tender enough. And like, you're literally the best dad. So I don't know why when it comes down to the moment, I'm like worried about that. Cause I know they're just going to have only wonderful things like to say, but um, like they know that you love them. But yeah, I think in the moment it's just like, will this like mess them up or are we not listening to them? Or is there like an under, like, are we not caring enough about like the issue or maybe they're crying or throwing a tantrum because something's really uncomfortable. I don't know. So yeah, there's so, kind of that fear ish, but interesting. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I think too, though, and I know we need to get into this, but the other side is, though, 
there is a benefit to having like your partner there, mm-hmm. you know, because there are definitely times when it's like, at least for me personally, and I, I'm working on it, but it's like there are definitely times when the kids push your buttons and you just get beyond a point of like, uh, our hope and our, our goal is to always parent from a place of calm, collected, and like letting the punishment dictate the severity of the situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like letting the punishment do the talking do the teaching yeah and so we as as parents are always you know loving respect like respectful to them but letting them know that like hey if you do something like the consequence is this and so like mm-hmm. helping them to learn discipline to be a result of consequence, not a result of how I'm feeling towards them mm-hmm. because of what they do. And I think that's that's the good side of having Jackie around, especially when things come down. Because I can go to the emotional side and then it's just like yeah. <laughs> everyone's getting spanks, like <laughs> screw yeah. the system, whatever. Yeah. So Which is like my worst nightmare. Like right. I I mean, I is, was spanked growing up and it it's like there were times that I was like, you're literally just angry and yeah. you're scaring me. And I was afraid of him mm-hmm. in, you know, in like a sense. And like, I, I loved him and I was a daddy's girl and all that kind of stuff, but I was also kind of afraid of him. And yeah. I just, that is what I don't want for our girls. And I know he was doing his best and that's just who mm-hmm. he was. And he's one of my best friends now, but like, growing up and i think that's healthy in some sense i think it's important but i feel like you know getting into our system yeah so what can you yes so what we kind of we've kind of like pulled from a few different things we personally and you know never tmi so this kind of scares me to say (laughs) but i know i've talked to a few of you who feel the same um which shouldn't matter like this is this is what Seth and I have come to an agreement on and have prayed about and all that kind of stuff. But it's always a little freaky to put it out there. But when it comes to spanking, we, we believe it should be a last resort, but we are not like anti spank your kids. Um, We've listened to resources regarding spanks. And one of the things that I listened to was actually like, life-changing and i really wish i knew the person's name who um said it but one of the points was like you can send your kids in timeout or you can do whatever take away this take away that sometimes like the most effective quickest result or thing is a spank like would you rather have this uh, like Half the time, there are kids' brains like don't fully even understand. Like, if we send them to timeout, they don't even know what they're there for half the time. Like, you know, it's like go sit in timeout because you pushed your sister. They're sitting there, and we've seen this with Kennedy. She's laughing. She's playing. She's asking to get up. She's like, "What are we doing here, y'all?" You know, it's like there's not um, their minds aren't necessarily like. They're still developing, so they don't fully get it all the way. Um, 
but it can be really helpful if you need a second and it's like what you did doesn't really warrant it wasn't that big of a deal but it's like we don't do that in this house and house and you know that so go sit on the stairs like that's necessary sometimes but a spank sometimes for something that's like big or you're like whoa we don't ever scream back no like say that was it it's like oh we we need like a really effective um discipline mechanism here because she needs to know that that's really not okay and that's like a serious crime in this house or like lying that's a big deal to us so it was just a super helpful thing to hear like a godly woman be like sometimes it is a hundred percent just the most effective and it was like okay so our system is that we kind of have pulled from other things there's the one two three magic book that actually um sean and andrew east shared with us which we loved Mm -hmm. was so our here's like kind of what we've come up with on our own and, and is working pretty much um for the most part but whatever you do if you do something unless they know it's a warning so like you're running around the house. We unfortunately have like kind of let them run on and off. I don't always like address it. So half the time that I'm like, we're not going to run anymore. That's my fault. Cause I'm like, we've let you so- sort of run in this home. So like, this is your warning. I'm telling you to stop running. And this is your warning. Cause we're trying to like have them not run in the house ever. So at least I am. I feel like <laughs> Seth, Seth's a little more lenient, but I'm like, we don't need to run in the house. Like, no, that's, it's, it's dangerous. And half the time something happens. You know what I mean? running with out grippy socks. Grippy right. socks, but it's like, you know, they're slipping they're and sliding. Evan's screaming her head off because she feels like she's being chased, which Canada used to hate too. So I'm like, I don't know. It just is a little stressful. And I feel like the best piece of advice my mom gave me is if, you can't handle it with like one or two mm-hmm. nip it in the bud. So I'm like running. I cannot picture five children sprinting around the kitchen. Maybe when we have a bigger home, but right now it ain't happening. So we're getting into <laughs> not running in the house, but where we've let them, it's like you get a warning. So typically nine times out of 10, whatever they're doing, it's like, if you have an attitude, if you're playing too roughly, if you're running around the house, if you're saying oh, no, yeah, it's a warning like this. I'm, t- I'm going to reiterate this. I'm telling you no. And this is your warning the next time. It, and a warning is like you're put on blast. And each step we always try to explain. So it's like we're always trying to teach them. Yeah. So like if it's if you're doing something, the warning is like, hey, you might have been doing this for a couple minutes, but it's this is getting to a point where it's I'm asking you not to do it again. Yeah. It's getting out of control. You know, I love you, but I'm I'm asking you to stop doing this. Yeah. And if you do it again, then you will be getting in trouble. And that and that's that is what step one is. Exactly. So that is uh the first step to our process. Number two is sitting on the stairs. So if we've warned you and you do it again, it's like absolutely not. Go to the stairs. Like you know why and and one, two, three magic kind of says like, however old they are, that's how long they sit there. So Evan is one. So she'll sit there for one minute. And typically that's all she can take anyway. She's almost two. So like she gets it. Um, and she knows what going to the stairs means. 
it's not like she's like, oh, okay. It's like, no, I don't want to go to the stairs, you know. Um, and it's, it. I think it more so is like you're in trouble. And it's helpful for us because it's like we need a timeout sometimes. Like it's like I've told you to stop running and you're still running. Go to the stairs. And honestly, I will say um, sending them to the stairs we've also even if the issue is like energy then we'll be like okay go outside like go outside and there was one time recently that I was like okay Kennedy I warned you now instead of like sitting on the stairs because I'm like okay you're clearly like hype right now you need to get energy out but I'm like making dinner so go outside for four minutes because you're four and she was out there for like 20 minutes just playing and like sometimes they need a little reset too and it's like Mm -hmm. helpful for me because I'm like I just I need to breathe before I lose it and that helps me to calm down and to not yell or like my go-to is raising my voice and I don't want to do that like that's like I want a calm household and it's something that I have done for my whole life is just if I'm angry my levels rise I'm not like the passive aggressive like okay whatever no I am like fire so that has always been and it's something I really am trying to work on especially as a mom and who is trying to maintain like a calm lovely home so set her outside and she like played out there she was in the garden she was playing with the hose and it was just like okay this is nice so um sometimes it's great and and honestly what I was gonna say is nine times out of ten like it doesn't escalate past that like once they come back it's like they get the point they're like okay I can't do that anymore our last uh phase of the system is a spank so if we've warned you if you've then gotten in trouble and you've sat on the stairs then it's like deliberate disobedience at this point and you will get a spank because I don't know there's times I think that for me that was like the respect piece with my parents it was like I if if your kid knows that they can and and this is just from like books this is not just my knowledge but I've seen it in our children if they know that they can um talk to you a certain way or get a, and and get away with it or tell you no and kind of just like te- they will always test their boundaries like they're gonna do it you know yeah. what I mean they're gonna push as hard as they can so the second you're like um absolutely not and I told you no and we're getting a spank it's like nine times out of ten they're ballistic before they even get a spank because it's like it's the offense. It's like, oh my gosh, they're not in control. They're seeing they're not in control and it's not fun for them. And like our spanks absolutely are not like half the time. They're not even hard. <laughs> like it's just, and I think, mm. and sometimes they are, sometimes they are if, if necessary, but like, yeah, more times than not, they are because the spank, the spank is to reiterate the fact that you've now messed up. This is your third yeah. chance and so it it has to mean something for them. So like to go in and then just give them mm-hmm. a little tap. Yeah. Like, but my point is like they'll be crazy regardless, even if it's like well, a it's soft kind of one the or something. Of getting a spank. Yeah, it's is like no. And I remember from my dad, like it would be light, but it was just like I can't believe I'm getting a spank right now. Like it would be the anger, the emotion, whatever. 
Um, so I think it is important to draw that line. And even literally downstairs today, it was like Kennedy, I think Seth had just went outside and Seth's definitely more the disciplinarian. Like that's like the role. And I, that's kind of what we sort of decided. I know we're home all the time, but it's like, he is the head of the household and we've kind of after trial and error, it's like, okay, you can be the one that spanks. I will, if necessary, if Seth's not here, but if he's here, he's going to be the one to do it. Um, but you know, Seth had just gone outside and Kennedy was like, you know, she'll never be like, no, I'm not doing that. But she will absolutely be like, no, I'm (laughs) like, I'm wanting to do this instead or whatever. And that's what she was doing. And I was like, no, I told you to go upstairs, get dressed. The babysitter was on her way and she was just in her underwear and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, you need to go upstairs and get dressed. You know how? And it's like, no, I don't want to because I'm whatever. And it's like, okay. Like if I were to just be like, okay. Or like, and of course I didn't like send her to the stairs or anything, but it's like, she knew it was like, Kennedy, I will not ask you again. Then she knows what's coming. It's like, Okay, if she does ask me again, I'm going to have to go sit on the stairs. Or if, you know, whatever, I'm going to have to go to spank. So it's like... And can I say, I think that yeah. that is the benefit of, of having a system. And again, before we didn't have any system. So they system. know it, yeah. But like having a system at least puts everyone on the same page of knowing what's expected if something happens. Mm-hmm. So Jackie and I know, okay, if if push comes to shove, we at least know the next step is if... If we don't, if we're asking you to not do something and you're continuing to do it, I I have to follow the protocol, or I'm going to follow this protocol that we've established. Kennedy and Evan know that as well, so mm-hmm. it's not like yeah, it's not like they're going to get spanked for something out of the blue. And, and there are definitely, I would say, I, I it hasn't it, happened yet. It well, what ha- I'm I was going to say there are definitely some instances that probably cause for more attention or immediate yes. discipline yes so this is like our general system obviously there's a yeah couple there's things like that, no warning yeah there's a couple of things that's just like an absolute no and that that gets handled differently but generally speaking like this is the system that we try to follow and we always try to explain so that we're always teaching them yeah but at least everyone in the house is on the same page of you first offense is a is a warning you're put on blast second offense you're getting punished and again usually usually by that time sometimes it's just little stuff that they need to be distracted or they need to just calm down Mm -hmm. and have a moment to themselves and that is enough to to like get them to realize and i think one of the important things is that i've had to learn is like understanding the age of kids Mm -hmm. and i'm always or at least before I was thinking of, of kids being closer to my level than further away in terms of understanding, in terms of just like, but like remembering that Kennedy is four, Evan is one, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Evan, Evan is almost two, but it's still, she's technically one years old, which sounds so, so young to me, but like, you don't know yet and it, and there really is a, a period of teaching mm-hmm. now obviously as kennedy can and evan get older and, and michael gets to the age too i'm no, i know the system will have to adjust because ultimately the goal is that they are 
you know, for us, we always said we want to be a great first-time listener. So if we ever ask you to do something the first time, the expectation is that it's done immediately when we ask you to do it. We're not there yet for everything, mm-hmm. and sometimes they have different desires and want to do something else, and that's what essentially we're working through. But And so giving them three chances at this stage based on their age Mm-hmm. is what we feel like is appropriate to teach them, to allow them to learn in a way that there's, you know, a, a system. I could see in the future for Kennedy that changing to, you know, a warning and then an immediate action. Yeah. That's more because at some point she has to learn that, okay, I can't just, I don't always get three tries in life. And, and you don't get to play the system either. So right. it's like, I'm fine sitting on the stairs, but there's a reason why we never really get to the spank sometimes because she knows better. So like, I think the other important thing is knowing that like this, like a spank again, that's like last resort. It's not always like necessary. It's not always the best thing. Um, and I think there, there's like, there has to be as a parent there has to be like a creativity level or an intentionality level that like we're operating at because sometimes it's like I could give you a spank but like what's more effective sometimes and I I will say literally from like growing up experience when my dad took the time sometimes and I got spanked till I was a little too old probably (laughs) like that's just what our punishments typically were. But when we kind of shifted into lectures, conversation, and, you know, Kennedy's four. She just turned four. She's freshly four. So, like, I think it's a little young to, like, here, let's sit down and level with each other. Um, But I think sometimes a conversation is more effective. So, like, sometimes we'll do that instead of, like, a spank. It's, like, and, and I don't know. It just depends. But, like, um if we can tell she doesn't really understand like why what she's doing is a problem, then we'll maybe sit down and maybe explain to her why and tell her like the seriousness of it. But like discipline and especially like it, like it has to be effective. And I will never forget my dad telling me, um, and this was probably like a year ago. It's like, it has to be something that, is like enough for them because say, you know, when you tell them to do something, they need to do it period. Mm -hmm. However you want to like make that happen fine, but it has to be effective enough for that to be the result. Because if you're in a parking lot or if you're in the street and there's cars coming and they let go of your hand and they're running towards the intersection and you're saying, stop, you come here right now. They have to listen to that. You have like, it's not just because you're a dictator. It's because it's for their safety. It's for respect. Like you, you need your kids to respect you. And uh, of course you have to be respectable. Um, so you don't just want to be like this crazy, like do what I say and half the time for no reason. And I remember talking with our marriage counselors, like about the two verses. So like, you know, the whole, the biggest, like, don't spare the rod. That's like the verse um, when it comes to like believers and spanking and all that kind of stuff. And we don't believe it should be like first resort or hopefully not super often and all that kind of stuff. But like 
the other verses what don't provoke your children to anger or something um forget the references but i promise they exist we have to be conscious of that too like i i'm not just gonna like discipline my kids over everything because then i'm wrong um or i'm being lazy or whatever so it takes just a lot of work and intentionality um and that's where i think us as parents have to discern the situation too because it yeah. and we definitely have responsibility in in their behavior yeah so like if kennedy is just extremely energetic and i know that she hasn't had exercise today or whatever like yep. part of that is on us as the parent so like just because she has a lot of energy a spank yeah. isn't always no suitable for the situation like if she's just wound up and and needs to get out of the house or something like that to me i feel like that's on us to then say okay if you're not listening and you're not able mm-hmm. to control this energy so then instead of a spank the form of punishment might be okay we're going to go outside and i'm going to we're going to exercise we're going to go on a walk we're going to like i need to spend some type of extra intentional time with you to get you yeah like you're a kid you're not right to yeah. get you where to be so like she doesn't have full control of that yet mm-hmm. at her age I do think the thing, though, that I I personally believe explaining, like always teaching, and I, I realize this between Kennedy and Evan in terms of even like their response. And I, mm-hmm. I think a good example is even the way that they talk, like saying please or thank you mm-hmm. or yes. Like part of it is starting in stages. And so with Kennedy, I think I think the stage was like yes or no. Mm-hmm. And so she would say yes or no and then it's like no i want you to say yes please or no thank you Mm -hmm. and then i then the next stage was may i please Mm -hmm. and and so like every time it's like i realized with kennedy it's like well i was starting with you as a baby but then i'm changing this on you Mm -hmm. with evan i feel like it's more like okay now from the beginning i'm i'm teaching evan may i please Mm -hmm. So that she doesn't have to just start with yes or yes, please, and then work to may I please. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm always, and even Michael, it's like from essentially day one, and obviously we're not getting there, but like speaking to Michael in the same manner that I speak to like, Kennedy. Yes, no, may I please. There's no yeah or thanks or K. Like, like reducing the yeah. levels so that it's always consistent and they're always hearing that. I feel, And I think I, I really do see that Evan picks up on it way faster than Kennedy ever mm-hmm. did because she's hearing Kennedy. The, the full version of it from a, an earlier age and maybe they don't fully, you know, Evan is still struggling to say like sentences. Like, I mean, she but say she'll say no, thank you when she's ballistic. It's like mm-hmm. no, thank you. But yes, she's, please. It's like that's what she's been. Mm-hmm. That's what she's grown up with. So that's what she's trained and heard. So that becomes her response, even though maybe it, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit longer. I, it's not like I'm having to teach it in stages anymore yeah. because it's. And I think it, it depends on like the kids that you want to have. What's the culture of your home? What's the, if you want it to be more free, like running around the house, if that's fine. I, my, my sister has four kids now and they are a hundred percent allowed to run around and be loud and all that kind of stuff. I think it depends on your own personal tolerance 
um, your personality and just the culture of the home that you want to have. So I, you know, it's different personality. Me and my sister are very different. We have different tolerances. Like I, you know, she's fine with that, but I personally am not like, I don't want my kids running through the house and slipping over and, you know, making a ton of noise while I'm making dinner and they're in the kitchen. Like, and I don't know, that is something that I feel like I've recently, unless they're helping, like they can absolutely help me in the kitchen. I will plop them on the counter and that's great. Um, but if you're just like loud and going crazy and all that kind of stuff, like for me to be the best mother that I can be, like there, there is a point, there's a line, um, I can't personally operate at my best when I'm like overwhelmed and overstimulated and just like annoyed. Like I don't want to be annoyed with my kids. Kids want control. Like they're, they're looking for boundaries. It's, um, you know, a known proven fact that like, or at least from everything that I've read, it's like kids want to like their flesh wants to like run free and all that kind of stuff but there's a safety that comes with no, like routine and knowing boundaries like it's important for them and so for me personally like that's something I know that I just don't want that that I wish I were okay with it I wish that I was just like free yeah run around bump into me make a huge mess and all that kind of stuff it's like and I I am very intentional about like letting them play and letting them get their energy out. But it's like, I think the goal is for, I want us to be able to operate at our best to be the best parents that we can be. So if getting their energy out, like I want our kids to be very comfortable going outside. I, I know we live in Texas, so we would never send them out when it's like 105 degrees, but it's like, if it's a little hot, and I can stand to be outside, like, you're going to learn how to play outside sometimes, you know, like, that's okay. That's kind of like, that's the culture we want in our home. We want kids that are able to go and be creative outside and play with some leaves. And, and because that's what I did growing up. Like, my, my, there were seven of us, my parents, there had to be boundaries. And we want more kids. If we had two kids, and that's it, maybe it'd be fine. But where we do want a little bit more like of a, a bigger family, we have to start setting boundaries and rules now. Um, and just being creative with a way that they can like get their energy out. So Seth takes them to the park a lot of mornings out of the week. We will get outside hands down at least once, twice a day at some point and, and try to revolve things around them, make it fun for them we've got lots of activities outside. So it's like, we want a family that's very okay being outdoors and um, being creative and we don't have to be out there. So we'll send our dog out there to be with them sometimes just so, you know, and we lift up the window. Like if you knew the layout of our house, like we can see them very clearly and they're just right there and they are free to come in and out. But like, I think it just comes down to your tolerance and what you can handle and the lines that you need to draw for yourself you know, uh, nothing that we're choosing to do is like necessary. Maybe you're fine with certain things and that's great. But I think as long as you have some sort of vision of like the culture of your home, the tone of your home, like do we want to just watch TV all day? Like there's certain things that I feel like you need to just 
decide that you're going to do or decide what's okay and what's not okay. If you're someone that you're like, look, I want to hear every word that my kid has to say to me. Um, if they're having a hard time, like I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen to them. Like that is up to you and that's fine. You know what I mean? I personally am like, kids are kids. Like I want to hear you out. And if you're having a really hard time, I want to hear that. However, under no circumstance, is it okay to hate your sister or whatever? And there will be consequences for that. There has to be. Um, so it's just setting boundaries according to like what you feel like is necessary and what, you know, mm-hmm. you're willing to handle. No, I, I like that. I think a great point you made though, is the fact that like, establishing your system based on the vision of your family mm-hmm. and so like knowing that we want you know lord willing more kids and a bigger family like kind of the the rule of thumb that you said that your mom had of if one kid is doing it maybe that's okay but if all the kids were doing it how would that look and then setting the standard based on that. So like mm-hmm. setting your standard of discipline based on the vision of, okay, if if we theoretically want a big family of 10 kids, if, if I'm on baby one and he's doing that and I had nine other kids doing the same thing, is that mm-hmm. acceptable or is it not? Like letting that be a good rule for establishing discipline. I really think though, and kind of the whole point of this podcast is to share Sometimes the the best thing is just having a plan. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we've learned. Our plan is a three-step process like we've like we've discussed and we're just sharing that for transparency, but if I could give anyone advice for parenting regarding discipline, it's to come up with a a system that lets you and your spouse and your kids at least have some even, you know, you guys are on the same page. Yeah. You know what the expectation is. You establish an expectation and then handle. And, and it, it took us, like Jackie said, it's probably, we pr- we've we probably been doing this for six months. Mm-hmm. And it's taken us all of six months to kind of get to a place, you know, where it's like. Where they get it. Where they understand it, where we understand it. We've worked through some challenges with it. And we've had some opportunities come up that aren't that don't fit the mold of the system. So what do Mm -hmm. you do in those situations? Like you just, you work through it and, uh, but I I definitely think having a system in place establishes a baseline and then you can kind of deviate from that. So Mm -hmm. that, that really is our heart for today. If anyone is looking for some parenting advice or curious as to, you know, what our thoughts are on parenting and, and kind of how we do it. Yeah. Not to say that we're perfect. Like our kids still have, (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, every day is is a jungle sometimes but and we want to give them the from. freedom to to like be kids like we don't and i think that's the hardest line to find is like yeah they're just having fun like i want them to have fun when i see kennedy and evan like wrestling on the couch i <laughs> love it but then on you know at the same time it's like okay Evan has fallen off and like hit her head on the ground after like while playing with her on the couch. So it's like in my mind, I'm like, do, can I handle five kids roughing around on the couch or even them too? Even if we didn't have five kids, five kids and it was just them, like this is a little stressful, 
that's parenting. So like I still am like somewhat like sometimes I'll let them do it. And again, that's just like, it's on me. Like I can't just be like, okay, go sit on the stairs. But it's like, I'm telling you right now, we're like, this is not the time. Like I can't pay attention to you guys. And if something happens, I'm not going to be able to be there to like fix it. So we're not going to play on the couch right now. You guys can play on the ground or you can go play outside or play in the garage and whatever. Um, but I think too, you know, respect is huge for both of us and Mm. we want our kids as badly as we want to be friends with them and we want them to love us. Like I am fully prepared for my daughters one day to not be my BFF to, for me to not be their favorite person i want them to know that i love them more than anything and i am so there for them i want to know every little piece of their life whether i like it or not but i also want them to know that they they need to they need to honor us and respect us and that's big for us and so i think a lot of our discipline techniques it's like we hate doing it we hate that like it gets to the point sometimes like sometimes I'm just like can you please stop because like I don't want to do this like I don't want to discipline you but I have to because that's my responsibility and I you know one day we'll see the Lord face to face and I'm gonna have to like that's my responsibility I will like answer for how I parented and how I loved them and but also how I disciplined them and did I like I don't know um, set them up for success in that way or did I let them just run my entire life and they're just whatever um so I feel like the even when we talked about like no thank you yes please or like Kennedy's been saying thanks lately and I'm like no we say thank you like to us again it, there there's nothing wrong with thanks but to us it's like you know that the more intentional thing to me is like, thank you. Like, thank you. You're taking the time to actually look at me and the eye contact is huge. So it's like when I'm talking to you, if I'm disciplining you, you're going to look at me like you, you have to pay me the respect. Um, that is part of honoring your father and your mother. It's like, you're going to make eye contact with me. And that's something we work on with each other. If we're in an argument, of course I want to stare at the wall. <laughs> I don't want to look at you, but it's like, that's respectful to look at someone when they're talking to you period so like that's what we're teaching them or um you know may i please it's like that's not necessary and maybe when they're 17 years old like we're not going to expect them to say may i please but like right now we want them to know how to speak to authority how to speak to someone who you know how to speak to us period so i think that's important too is to like, don't be afraid to think about what you want. And, and even if you're far from it, like, you know, like I said, Kennedy just started saying thanks. And I don't know where she got it from. I probably say it honestly, but it's like, no, you are going to say thank you. And I'm going to try to be the best example that I can be for that to help you do so. Mm-hmm. But like, decide, you know, talk with your spouse. Like, what do we want? Um, what do we want our family <clears throat> to look like? What do we want? Um, to be acceptable for them to do if we're at a restaurant and they know that we're not going to discipline them and so they're just acting a fool and we're at the table and they're screaming their head off like what am I going to do about that am I going to let that fly because like I care about like people staring or I just don't feel like it 
like disciplining them or am I going to, you know, do something? Like if we're at a restaurant, nothing changes. You know, obviously they can't go sit on the stairs, but it's like we will go to the bathroom and have a conversation. Um, we will go to the car and we will get a spank if necessary. Like there's nothing like it is. It is incredibly important. And I know these days it's like a tough, you know, topic of conversation because I feel like disciplining your kids has just changed. And I think just society in general, like it's it's. um probably less strict and all that which i love i don't you know want a, like i i think things need to continue to evolve there's a lot more resources which is why we're not like oh, our kids are just going to get spanked because that's kind of how it started out but we've learned a lot and we're continuing to learn and continuing to read things and listen to podcasts and talk to people and there's a lot of information out there. So I, I think we're very open to that, but that's where we're at now. And I will say it has helped a lot. Um, and now, you know, Kennedy on her own, it's just like, may I please, uh, we would never like spank her for not saying that by the way, or even send her to the stairs or anything like that. It's just, those are kind of like side things, but the teaching part is important, you know, like, it goes hand in hand with discipline. We can't just discipline them. We have to take the time to teach them. And it takes a lot of work and intentionality, but yeah. And I think too, part of teaching though, and I'm glad you said this, part of teaching is tying it back to the word, at mm -hmm. least for us. So like everything, you know, the, as we try to live our lives, the reasoning, we try to tie it back to the word. Mm -hmm. And so for Kennedy and Evan right now, our explanation of why we do things, maybe, you know, sometimes it, it might be very obvious. It's like we don't steal because, mm -hmm. or, you know, or whatever. But even beyond that, it's always like we might ask them to go upstairs and brush your teeth. Like, you know mm -hmm. how to do that. You could do that and you don't want to. But if mm -hmm. you and if you choose not to, you're not honoring your your father and your mother, mm -hmm. which is a, a commandment. And so we've taught them this is what the Bible says about it. This is why, like, if you don't do it, you're not honoring mommy and daddy, mm -hmm. but you're also not honoring God because you're disobeying mm -hmm. God's word. Mm -hmm. And so that I think is a very important piece of parenting of how to tie it back to the word because they're not robots right and so we want to teach them also like we're not just making this stuff up it's not always and there are definitely times i've said because i say so like i need you to do this but it, it really comes down to the deeper understanding and level of like honor mm -hmm. the honor system learning to love and respect mm -hmm. and that is the character that we are trying to instill in our kids yeah to to be ones who love who respect authority respect mm -hmm. you know other people and they do it out of honor towards their parents and i know even just in like other cultures like we were talking about this recently kids honor their parents by like being a part of the family and helping the family and like you know, with jobs, with chores around the house, like they're useful, helpful tools. It's not like they're just entitled mm -hmm. to like do whatever they want and 
they can go veg yeah. out while the parents are stressed trying to do everything. And I think that is, that's also part of like the, again, it comes back to the vision of your home. What are you trying to establish mm-hmm. and set up a system, set up rules that can, that can like assist and help build that mm-hmm. for you as, because they're, they're just as much as part of the family as we, as yeah, you know, it's, it's not just Jackie and I. Like we have to function well together, yeah. so we need to create a system, a system of order, a system of discipline, and in, in the house to do that. Yeah, and to that point, this is the last thing um, that I want to say. It I remember saying like I'll never tell my kids, like because I said so because I hated that. Um, but I remember doing that, and it was just like. This is number one, taking way too much time. Number two, it's like, mm, then I'd be like, we'll go do it first and then we'll talk about why. Then I was just like, literally, I said, so go do it. Like, that's it. Like, you have to respect and honor me enough to do it, whether you understand or not. And that is directly correlated to a relationship with the Lord. It's obedience. It's not just like, I don't have to understand every little thing and every reason why and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes I might not even be. You know, emotionally or mentally mature enough to handle the why. But it's like, I am in charge. And that's something that we say, you know, sometimes we'll ask, like, who's in charge? And she'll joke and be like, I'm in charge with mommy or uh, me and daddy aren't. And it's just like, but she knows at the end of the day, mommy and daddy are in charge. That's the reality. It's not, you know, there's tons of reminders and their kids. And I especially am way more like, free a little bit like uh, i'm sure it doesn't sound like it while talking about discipline but like trust me like they should probably get in trouble a little bit more than they do for sure um but it's like at the end of the day i scrapped that and it's like because i am in charge mommy told you to do so I'm asking you to, and some, of course, I'll explain sometimes. It's like, well, because we need to brush our teeth because we um, don't want to have, <laughs> I always say we don't want to have holes in our teeth. So that definitely scares her. But um, it's like, because we like it, that's what we need to do. We always need to brush our teeth. So they're clean. So there's whatever. But like, sometimes it's like, I don't want to why if you're whining and you're actually not curious, you just don't want to do it. It's like, no, I said so. So go brush your teeth. Um, period and if you're not going to listen then we will get in trouble and i think you know kind of like seth was saying it's like that it is the reality like of real life like i if the lord asks us to do something i don't always get to know the reason why and i don't there's not always time to sit there and try to understand and unpack why you might be asking me to do that but it's like i respect and fear you enough and honor you so like I will do that. And we want them to learn that um, in a classroom setting, like we have no idea what we're going to do school wise, but like if she's in a classroom setting, she can't be sitting asking the teacher why they have to line up. You know, it's like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's part of respecting authority. So that is, I think all we have today. It's a great conversation. Very enlightening, but I think that's all right. It is. Any other? I'm looking to see. I'm reminded of a quote. I heard this the other day, and this goes back to obedience, like the heart of obedience. It was Tim Ross said this, but he said, life isn't about momentum. It's about obedience. 
we do what we do and the people we are supposed to reach, that's who we're supposed to reach. And so he was talking about like, like one person might be called to influence millions of people. One person might be called to be a cash register at a gas station that maybe comes in contact with a hundred people a year. Like, Mm -hmm. but your call, everyone is called to do something and it's not like, it's not always about, I'm trying to build momentum. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to be the biggest, the best. Yeah. It's about doing what God has called you to do. And that comes down to a heart of obedience. And so as long as like we as children of God have to be trained to be obedient to his voice and to his word. Yeah. And it starts with kids and it starts with teaching them when they're zero and one to obey the voice of their parent so that they will also then learn to obey the voice of Mm -hmm. our heavenly father God. That is like the heart of obedience. And I think that is really why we we've been stewarded with three girls at this point to raise them the best way that we know how. And I'm so thankful for God's grace Mm -hmm. because I, I know we said that at the beginning, I don't have a sense of fear. Like I'm going to, ruin them by any means but i do mm-hmm. have a sense of responsibility that i have to prepare them for mm-hmm. to grow up in this world and and i want them to be successful and to yeah to be well off and and have understanding of what this world really is all about mm-hmm. and it really does come down to i think obedience that's such a huge foundational element mm-hmm. of you know obeying and having the discipline to obey and so that is like the deep principle of discipline and why we need to discipline and teach. And and not even just like what this world is all about, but like what being a believer is all about. I don't, I don't, you know, and that's obviously personal to us, but it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, in this world, you don't have to have a relationship with your sister. You don't have to make amends and you don't have to have a relationship. But it's like, as a believer, we're called to, you know, united and to um mend on our end if we can so like i can't just sit and be bitter bitter with seth like that's not an option for me nor do i want that and there's a reason why you know that's not like what we're supposed to do whatever but it's like i am called whether i want to or not to you know work whatever issues out that I have with my husband. That's what I'm called to do. So even when it comes to like bigger picture, it's like, yeah, this world might operate a certain way, but like you are called to honor your father and mother. My dad's dad, he did not respect whatsoever. Um, He didn't like mentally, but it's like he had to show signs of respect. He had, he honored his father and mother no matter what they did or who they were, which is another conversation, but it's like, that's what I want for my children. I will give them my best, which I'm sure, you know, whatever. Um, We will give them our best and they, you know, they, that's between them and the Lord, but they're called to honor us. And we want them to operate in that. Like whether we are perfect or not, it's like, that's what you're called to. And, you know, not to like, get points or anything but it's like to please the lord that's what we want for you so thank you for listening oh this was a good good conversation yeah it 
anytime we talk about something, it always just gets me thinking more about it. And yeah. so I, I know kids, very passionate about kids and just the next generation having a responsibility to, to raise them in the mm-hmm. right way. Like that's something that I think is so important and such a main role yeah. of our lives. So love, love talking about that, but we would also be interested to hear other people's thoughts on parenting. So if, if y'all um, yeah, would want to share or like share, what is your system? Like what's, what's your discipline? Cause we're yeah. always looking for, and again, we're talking literally from our experience. Like we, we have no degrees. We're not experts at this, but no. like, you know, we try things. If it works, we keep it. If it doesn't, we move on and try something else. So, yeah. and I know that, this is just for the season of life that we're in. Like soon Kennedy's going to be like, like we said, she's got to, you know, she's got to get to a point where she's a great first time listener. Mm -hmm. And this system isn't necessarily set up for that. So I know that we're going to have to be changing that somewhat soon. And so if, if you guys are ahead of us in life, like we would love to hear what, yeah, what your thoughts are and stuff like that. So thank you. For tuning in yes we appreciate um, it as always and if you enjoy listening to us whatsoever we always 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 appreciate a review or um subscribe subscribe but what is it not a review a rating that's important too oh, we appreciate it um it just helps us to like get out there a little bit and for other ears to land on this podcast which means a lot to us so yep. we love you guys so much we do this for you literally We mean that and we just appreciate you so much. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next Thursday. Yes. Again, I'm Seth. And I'm Jackie. This is Never TMI and we are signing off. Peace.